I'm a sugar cookie entrepreneur, a confectioner, creator. Okay, welcome to the Baking It Down podcast. Baking It Down podcast. With Corey on vocals. Corey on vocals. <laughs> so this is the Baking It Down podcast, which is an extension of a group called Sugar Cookie Marketing Parentheses Group. That created with the names Call Us Marketers. Right? Call Us Marketers. 35.3 thousand folks. Strong. Strong. <laughs> We're strong. <laughs> We're what strong. will people find on this podcast? And what can they find in the group? St- what can I find on the group? Okay, good. I good, like switching up a little bit. What you can find in the group is many, many posts about business. So whether someone's like, hey, I'm looking for a logo or, hey, I actually did this in my business today and here were my results do with it as you will. If you want to replicate it, go on. If you want to learn from it, here's the stats on it. Um, a lot of people talking about what's the next coming holiday and what's going to be big sellers there. So the group is definitely there to brainstorm, um, to create strategy, to create marketing campaigns if you are a baker. And it doesn't have to be just sugar cookies, even though that's the name of it. If it passes through an oven, you can probably pass through the group and work well for it as well. Okay. Now, what they find on the podcast? The podcast. I love listening to podcasts while I'm baking because I can't scroll and through. Corey loves listening to herself. So powers combined. Do you listen to these? I do. Yeah, you do. Every I actually week? just squip, like squip, squip, I, <laughs> I squip those jokes. <laughs> I just skip around to the jokes. <laughs> oh yeah, they're crappy old man. I don't care about. <laughs> yeah, if I'm desperate, I listen, listen to myself. <laughs> if I run out, if all my all my I'm caught up on everything else. One time you were sitting in traffic, and a friend of mine says, "I think I'm next to your twin sister." Yes! And I said, "He's like she's laughing at something." And I texted you, "What are you do listening to right now?" The podcast. I'm like, <laughs> it's not that funny. funny. It's so funny. The podcast. You can listen to bits and pieces that we think are awesome for marketing that you can listen to. So while you that won't get, weird. yeah, that was a weird way to word that. Okay, it won't listen be to, to listen to. <laughs> well, you won't get to see like a million different posts. It's a topic a week that we bring to you, so you can listen to it and implement it each week to listen to. To listen to, to listen to you. <laughs> okay, now let's dive into a topic near and dear to Corey's heart. <laughs> Guys, I woke up to a band this morning. Okay, so let's just, queso, let's just pull in the history of your checkered past on Facebook band. Checkered past. Okay, if you look at me on Facebook, my account says Corey Mira. The reason being is Facebook decided, the AI thinks that Miracle isn't a true last name, which is so funny because when I created... My no, account. it's not even necessarily. It's because I had the Miracle account that was getting... But Oh, that's true. But when I wanted to make yeah. an account, it made me do Heather Mira. My dad is Glenn Mira. Our last name is Miracle, but Facebook sees that as a word, like not at, like as a noun. That's a miracle. Yeah. And it's like, you know, calling myself Chelsea Sparkles or something. Like yeah. it won't let me. So I had to submit my IDs and stuff to get mine approved, but they won't even let dad. Yeah. So I had Corey Miracle account. I submitted my IDs and it approved it and everything. It's been my account since I joined Facebook, what, in 2007 or something? Uh-uh. Had the account for a bazillion, bazillion years. Nothing ever wrong with it till I made sugar cookie marketing. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. You got, so Corey's been through, from what I can recall, a total of possibly, including this one, four, six, fans? six. Six. Goodness, stop cursing. It's not even cursing, guys. It's the ra- most random things. Um, so what was the first one? Let's build this up. I called you. I came and say I called okay. you something for emojis. And I did not know that word was incorrect. Are you calling something for what? Oh, Corey called me a whore for emojis. Like, as I do really like an emoji. Loves emoji. I didn't know, but that, that got caught for bullying. Okay. That's what set this off. Okay. So now what we assume is that it put Corey in a heightened alert state on that profile. So then the next one, okay, you said to somebody, how did you meet your husband? That was one of them. It wasn't the next okay, one. Okay, the foot one. Yeah, the foot one. So, okay, then this is funny. Because we are sugar cookie marketing group, there's a lot of bots that try to join for sugar babies. If you guys want us to start up a dating profile, we can play a matchmaker. <laughs> However, Corey screenshotted one of the guy's entrance questions, and it was like, I'm looking for, uh, like, to buy feet and pay for a sugar babies to live a life. And, Corey, you made a joke about it. I took a screenshot of it, and the screenshot, the photo of the words flagged. buying feet photos got flagged. Yes. Then you ask somebody, how did you meet your husband? A typo of the word how. I got I got in trouble for bullying. Yes. And then what are the other two? 
the there one today, yesterday, but they were missing one. Yeah, there is something. I would have to look it up. So this morning, Corey had posted a picture of Zuckerberg in the Cookie College saying, is everyone here? Are you all behaving? Are you all, that's all it said. So and you, it was posted one year ago. Mark Zuckerberg's in the photo, but he's not been morphed. There's nothing been changed about him. He's just in the photo, and it just says, have you all been ha- behaving in here? Right. And there's nothing manipulated with the photo, just no. the text. Yeah. So Corey has now, what is the penalty for this one? This on the Corey one, Miracle Profile, not the Miracle yeah, This profile. one is the biggest one yet. You cannot go live for three months. You cannot advertise for three months. Right now, it's not letting me post to my pages at all. And it says any post from that profile will appear lower in feeds. So that's what we wanted to talk about because there's such a high risk. Now, you know, technically, we want to be honest, terms of service says you can't have two Facebook profiles. So even now, you're operating in a so let me business. T- a lot of people this morning when I told the Cookie College about it said, okay, I'm going to go make another account. That is against terms of service. My fake account, the Corey Mirror account you see in the group, cannot be added as an admin to any page. Yeah. So creating it. That's another thing is that Facebook's AI now, like, okay, so if I have to remove, like, uh, somebody who joins a group and they're just spamming, they're like a spam bot. Uh, when I click remove from group, it says, do you want to ban them? Yes. Okay, do you want to ban them and all their future profiles? Mm-hmm. Facebook's connectivity and piecing this stuff together is getting crazy accurate. One time we... In our marketing business, we were working with a political figure. And to work to run ads for someone who's in politics, you had to be approved separately outside of everything. So I did, submitted all the paperwork, sent in all the faxes, and I still didn't get approved. So I finally got a hold of Facebook, and I said, I did everything right. And they're like, do you own this account, this account, this account, this account, yeah. this account? I said, me? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. So you can't run political ads unless you have a single account. And I think this all stems from the little political issue. What was that company that they love to talk about that sold information and should have been? I know. I can't remember. Covert. Elected. <laughs> Something. Uh, but yeah, it made the whole news with politics. Right. So now Facebook instead of, you know, got in a lot of trouble for Cambridge Analytica. Oh, yeah. Uh, they got in a lot of trouble for that. So I think they pulled back way hard and said, like, hey, we're going to let the AI take control of this, and we're going to just skirt on the side of way too cautious. So I've actually heard about it. They call it enforcement technology. And I have a website pulled up, meta.com forward slash enforcement. <laughs> um, and this was updated January 19, 2022, basically saying that Facebook doesn't have enough employees to manually do this so they're teaching an ai to do it and the employee is just confirming that the ai did it or not correctly and then once the ai learns enough artificial intelligence it's going to take this off on its own which is what you're seeing yeah and so so it says building models and making predictions the process begins with their artificial intelligence teams they build a machine learning models that can perform tasks such as reorganizing what's in a photo or understanding text then our integrity teams who are responsible for scaling the detection and enforcement of our policies build on these models to create more specific models that make predictions about people and content. These predictions help us enforce our policies. For example, an AI model predicts whether a piece of content is hate speech or violent and graphic content. A separate system, our enforcement technology, determines whether to take an action such as deleting, demoting, or sending the content to human review, uh, human teams for further review. Now, when it sends it to the human teams, the AI, artificial intelligence, learns like, oh, this one was yes and this one was no. Then it starts saying, okay, content similar to this will be seen as a yes, Mm -hmm. as offensive, offending the policies, and content similar to this will be a no. So something's happening with Corey's account uh, that's almost over-signaling that there's an issue here. And it's going back in the shortlist. Now, here's what I think a lot of people don't realize is that Facebook made an announcement that this AI will go back in time. Yeah, it's but not from today forward. It's from whenever that AI finds that you violated a rule years past. Yes. You will be held today accountable for Let it. Let me just tell you, on Instagram, you have the option to do stories. Stories are something that appears just for 24 hours and then vanishes. Um, but the story still lives on in your archive. So you can access stories from years ago in your archive. It, no one else can access them but you. The 24 hours is done, been gone. But we had a meme that was removed from years ago. And it that was not accessible publicly. No, it was not. It was something that was in my archives. You guys wonder if it's like graphic content. It was a girl choking her own shadow saying, when you finally figure out who bought, bought all those cookie cutters. Yeah. But they said that is violence. Inciting violence. Inciting violence because she was choking her own shadow. Um, 
So that brings us to the topic that I really wanted to cover today. And it's that your personal brand can truly so hardcore affect your business. I cannot post to my page. I don't know when that will disappear, but right now your company page, my, any of our company pages that we run specifically my bakery page, the only saving grace I have is that Heather's an admin. Which comes back to the thing. But so when you introduce more admins, you introduce more exposure if they don't have strong passwords. So there's a lot going on here because Corey posted a meme that even, okay, you're trying to submit it to uh, support to see if they can undo the ban. But a lot of times, and um, if you guys remember last year, they banned my account because they thought I was an extension of Corey. Corey logged on Facebook in the same IP. That's horrifying. (laughs) That's horrifying. But what we're seeing is that maybe a slight transgression or or a meme made slightly off of being just a sheep in a pasture could be flagging the system. Now, it seems to be that if you went back in time and deleted this content yourself before the AI finds you, you could be exempt from the potential repercussion. So if you're saying, like, Heather, are you telling us to go back and delete me? Yes. I won't, I'm not not telling you to do that. I would go back and delete anything that rides a line. It's yes. not worth it. it. Besides, you got all the juice from it a year ago. <laughs> no one's yeah. looking at it. Yeah, now, now would we tell you to delete everything you ever posted to skirt this? No, we want to keep the content on the page and yeah. stuff. But the memes that maybe are funny. Like, okay, I would. the last thing I would expect it is that the girl choking on shadow was going to incite violence. Yeah. However, the AI has decided. And you might say that's unfair, but hey, it's not our platform, Mm-mm. unfortunately. So if your business is 100% on Facebook, if your communication is 100% on Facebook, if your ads are 100% on Facebook and everything else is on Facebook, imagine that you can't access it for 90 days. Just this week, there's an update that's going on with the business suite app um, on people's phones. Okay. And it's crashing everyone's phones. They cannot access it. They cannot get it's on like their phone. It's like a typical Facebook Tuesday. True. But people who are working exclusively, like me and Heather have a lot of desktops and laptops. So in my mind, I can always access yeah, it Yeah, but we're there. living in a world where not a lot of people yeah. operate off And of so computers. people are like, I cannot get to these orders. The app keeps crashing. What can I do? And it's because we have put all our eggs in this one fairly large basket that is Facebook and Instagram. And we're kind of sitting, uh, sitting ducks waiting and praying that they aren't coming to us. Like I did this morning. I had not used that account in six months. Yeah. I thought I was, I was doing well. (laughs) Here's it now reading the rest of this. It has a screenshot. It has a picture of three of the exact same photo. It says COVID-19 is found on toilet paper. Strains of deadly virus breeds rapidly in tissue fibers. They said the first one is the incorrect source. The text is incorrect, right? Okay. The second one is a screenshot of that text from my browser window showing you the menu at the top. Okay. Now, the third one actually is the same photo as the first one, but the text is exactly the same except for the, it's corrected to say COVID-19 is not found on toilet paper. It does not spread on toilet okay. paper fibers. And it says, for a human to look at these three photos is very easy to determine what's different. One was a screenshot, one, one was, was actually changed, yeah. and one was the original. said, but the AI, this is fairly easy for humans to understand, but hard for technology to get right. There's a risk of erring too much on one side or the other. If the technology is too aggressive, it will remove millions of non-violating posts. If it's not aggressive enough, it will think that the screenshot with the menu bar is actually different from the original and will fail to delete that content. We spent a lot of time working on this. Over the last few years, we've made several investments to help our technology get better at detecting subtle distinctions in contents. It gets more precise every day. But basically what they're saying is, yeah, sorry. It could do either. Okay. And and I wanted to say, because I feel like I can say this because I've gotten my hand slapped quite a bit. I'm friends with a bunch of you guys on Facebook, and some of the things you guys are posting is a ticking time bomb. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll save you a seat in jail next to me. So I would challenge you guys to reassess what you're putting on or your personal brand. I know you're like, but that's my personal brand. I can post whatever I want. Okay, you can't. That's mm-hmm. what Facebook's telling you. It's like, mm-hmm. cool, you can't. <laughs> um, and it's going to cost you your business. It would be awesome if these two uh, entities operated separately. However, they're operating so congruently yeah. that you f- you post this meme. You go, okay, I like politics. I like arguing politics. This is not Heather speaking. I'm pretending to be you. <laughs> I hate politics. <laughs> you say, well, you know, blah, blah. I'm going to post this. It's how I feel. I'm going to share it for two seconds. Or I'm going to screenshot it and repost it so yeah. I can get all that juice, yeah. right? Because you post it yourself, you're going to get more. What you are doing is... I want you to ask the question, is this worth 90 days of not accessing my page? 90 days. 90 days being cut off completely. Can your business survive 90 days? 
Can you? And I would wager that most of you can't. I'd wager that it would cause you so much stress that you can't. I had somebody post in the group saying like, why I just got banned and I'm not sure why. And I said, yeah, this is happening and it's happening faster than I think people realize. I think people think there's a statute of limitations on those political uh, presidential memes from two years ago, three years ago. One of my accounts, my one that's super private and hidden, you couldn't find if you went to, um, had a post removed from four years ago. Right. So the AI is figuring something out today and going in through the caverns of Facebook posts and feeds and deleting it. And I don't think Facebook is going to die on the hill to make sure that you have your yeah. Your and account. it's it's something this week because a bunch of people have said it. Yeah. Um. So you know they must have you know someone flipped the wrong switch and it's on like high alert. <laughs> right. So consider that. Now that's now I think everyone's natural inclination is like, well, I'm going to still post whatever I want, but I'll add another admin. No. Corey has this account, Corey Miracle, that posted this uh, Facebook Zuckerberg, but it was, the content was removed from cookie, the cookie college. I got a notification as the remaining admin that the group is now in jeopardy because of the content Corey posted has, you know, of course they're saying, uh, it expires in September that this warning. So what I'm saying is the inclination, well, I'll just add another admin. What is that admin posting? What has that admin done on yeah. their personal page? What has that admin posted in your group? Um, and is that going to put your group at risk? You are a business owner and there is more risk to you than the average person on Facebook, especially if a majority of your leads come from Facebook. Because oh, imagine if, if Corey can't post in groups anymore, that sale or your groups will be, your group posting will be um, demoted is what they called it. Then imagine on a sales post day in your local community group, that place where you got a lot of that word yeah, of mouth referral. Gone. You're not, you're going to, and you, can, you cannot come to Sugar Cookie Marketing and ask me why your reach is low. Yeah. Your reach is low is because Facebook's punished you. And Corey said, of all the repercussions, that one oddly doesn't have a specified expiration date. Yeah. So imagine if you have the, at the bottom of the feed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, imagine what the ramifications of maybe a whatever you think is hilarious political meme. I think the politics one is the most hot and but- button thing. Yeah. I think Facebook is really airing on the side of caution. I think anything, obviously I got banned because I said if there's a spider in the house, burn the house down. Yeah. Inside of violence. Yeah, we were worried. <laughs> then me and Heather were banned at the same moment. Yeah, yeah. And then I got sucked out of Facebook Lives for 30 days. That was my first account violation. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to challenge you guys this week to go back and clean it up. Go back and clean it up. If there's, you're not losing down a piece. You're no. not losing a piece of yourself deleting a post from a year ago. I promise, no one else is looking up. You that may far. say, "Well, this is a violation of my rights of the First Amendment." Hey, it might be, but you're gonna are you gonna be the business owner that wants to fight this battle? No, and let me tell you guys. The only reason me and Heather have an account representative is because we've been spending on money on Facebook on Facebook ads for years. If you are just new and brand new, you're not going to have the same access that we do. And let me tell you, just because I have access to that person doesn't mean we can do anything. So right now I said, hey, is there anything you can do? It was from a year ago. I did not uh, morph Mark Zuckerberg's face in any way in this meme. And he's like, well, it seems like they have their eyes on you. It's good that you didn't morph it. It's good that it was a year ago. So let me see if they're – so I'm I'm waiting. Um, I think you wait. Wait. When I said, so, you know, I got banned for the spider one. Okay, sorry, Spides. I'm sorry. You have every right to live in this house, as I do. I won't burn you down. But what happened was Corey got one of these bands, and I think for all I, all we could figure out, me and the support person, is that Facebook thought I was Corey. Because he's like, I was there's nothing Facebook on your account. From Heather's IP address. IP address. So, yeah, and I, you might have even logged in on my computer. I don't I know. think I even logged into yours on my computer right so a lot of cross-contamination for people who look pretty darn similar with pretty similar names sometimes like you know facebook's ai will be like do you want to tag faces i think they may have disabled this feature recently but it will think i'm you and it'll think you're me hey i walk around thinking i'm you and you're me (laughs) if i put glasses on we're identical (laughs) people just have no idea i've been blind the whole time uh so yeah i think this is one of those Maybe it sounds a little doom and gloom podcast, but I also think it's one of the most important. Doom and gloom. Because I've been banned so much, I didn't even wake up depressed. I just was like, here we go again. (laughs) An admin has violated. Oh, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) So what I challenge you to do, two things. Go back and clean up the past. Go back. And watch what you're posting today. Watch what you're posting today. If you want to post something controversial because you can't help yourself. Share it from the page that posted it originally. Do not screenshot it and repost it. It becomes attached to your account yeah. when you and, do that. And words in photos 
count against you. They're saying that they can read a lot of this. They're saying this whole, yeah. there's a whole, if you want to do any research. So on it's the not just theory. sharing a meme and not having any copy against it. I've, you know, I've misspellings. I've gotten the gamut. So how do you know how to spell right? I don't know how to spell right. <laughs> so it's crazy. And I think that what happens in the group, if you guys post something in the group, and honestly, I'll think that 90% of Facebook's group violations that we get reported are inaccurate. Yeah. And Every once in a blue moon, we can counter, we can fight for you guys and submit a counter. But I think that goes to human verification. Sometimes. Sometimes. But what I think happens to that user is I think they're immediately banned from posting in groups. Because I never hear somebody make a post I think they're like a 30-day yes, suspension. suspension. And I think it means that they can't. Because I've never had someone get that message and then ask about it. I've like, never been able to. I'm 30 right. days restricted. <laughs> so what I think is happening is that the AI is overreaching. It's reporting to us yeah. that somebody in the in our group, which they say doesn't affect the group. Supposedly. I think with enough community violations, yeah. it will And we don't have a ton of community violations, and the ones that are community violations aren't necessarily wrong, but I can go back and see that Facebook says, we understand that you think it was interpreted wrong, but we're withholding we're we're in stating that we are removing yes. this content, and it will have this little like judges. I like, say very rare hand. the times that it weighs in our favor. Oh yeah, and yeah. then when it's an admin, it's a, sorry you don't have that. Oh, it was like it was like take actions with other admins. So I was like, okay, let me click this button. It was like bad, Corey. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> well, take the trash out while we're here. Uh, so my yeah, I'd say oof. If it were me, kids, if it were me, I would think. Five times and then think one more time before you want to cover a hot button topic, before you want to post that meme, before you want to say take down the spiders. I would think it over and I would weigh my risk. Is this worth, is this worth that 90 day ban? Is it worth a 30 day ban? Is it worth anything? Is it something maybe I should keep off of social media completely and just argue about it over the dinner table? Yeah. And then go back through your archive stuff, your archive stories. Um, just start to lean in. Like Corey said, the reach is gone. It's done, did its thing. Whatever that thing yeah. is, you're not losing much of the content once you go back and delete it. If you have that lady choking herself, that meme, if you yeah, borrowed if you it from us or grabbed it, delete it. I went back and deleted it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting. Sorry, Trash Man here. We're doing a podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, man. Hey, I'm, I'm going to jump on in. Apparently, Heather is taking <laughs> up the trash. <laughs> okay, moving on. Do you feel sad? Sad because I feel powerless, but powerless. then uh, I am oh, understanding. It's like in the page. Nice. All right, moving on. What's the next thing on here? Well, we got no texts. No, um, but let's go through the Facebook events. So Wednesday, June 29th. This one was rescheduled. There's been some crazy storms lately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What I see. You've I see. Uh, yeah, I lost power. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Yeah, but so did... Uh, Jessica Wolf, who was teaching the Zola accounts. Now, I have never used Zola, but the people who talk about it say they really like it and get, you know, make hay Explain what Zola is. What I think it is, is it a platform for a bride to log into and start soliciting vendors in her area. Yeah. And apparently, from a vendor standpoint, you get credits. Now, those credits, once you use them all, you can go buy more credits, but you get free trial credits. And I think that's the most important part because these people are finding free trial credits and getting these wedding leads. So Jessica Wolf is going to tell us how to set that up. That has been rescheduled to June 29th, barring any acts of God at yeah. 6.30 p.m. Yeah. Or banning from Mark Z. Got it? Yeah. Yes. Jessica, my bow's on. Hey. It's going to be gone. Jessica, if you have that little choky meme with the cutter <laughs> delete, order, delete. <laughs> uh, how to set up and market a cookie camper with Mackenzie Tolan. Now, a lot of people wanted this one, and they asked her to teach it, and she said yes. And it is so cute, this little cookie camper. I can't really describe it to you, but it's pink and adorable, and anything in it I would buy. I want to live in it. And then we have Christmas in July, gingerbread houses with Heather Brookshire. Again, we're doing that cookie collab yeah. in July, so I have to set that up. So I'll do on. that this Got week. Got my little cutter in the mail already. You did. Yeah. Cute. Did you choke your shadow? And then there's one Facebook Live just submitted that I got to add by What's Ananda. Do we know? Uh, do you want me to tell you? Sure. Do you want me to ruin the surprise? If you are in this group, we have over 100 lives. I am in talks with a guy who does kitchen aid mixer mapping out cookie sets and procreate nice yeah did you see the message i sent you about the kitchen yeah, you never mixer back to me. i didn't get a message yeah. back i said is he teaching the live and then it was said, i said i had not followed up with him. would you like to reach out to <laughs> where'd you send me a message text but my text i've been going through oh see 
I've been there too. <laughs> <laughs> so what is he doing? He does KitchenAid maintenance. Is he from TikTok? Well, I'm sure he's from TikTok, but I found him on Instagram. Ah, and he like cleans the insides out. Yeah, and he adds like all the lubricant, yes. which just looks like a bunch of icing. Yeah, oh, that'd be so cool. We'll see. We'll see if we can make it work. But that'd I thought be... if he maybe did it live or something, then we could all fix our mixers together or whatever. Mixer fixers. Yes. Oh, that'd be good. His one. name is Mister Fixer. Is your mixer Mister Mixer Fixer? Oh, great. Okay, cool, <laughs> cool. If you guys want to teach live. If you have an experience you'd like to share with other people, I would say that even if like 500 people watch repeat, typically most people watch a replay. Yeah. I'd say at any given time, even the most hot button of topics, the Cinnabon of 2021, <laughs> uh, that at most has 100 people tuned in. But typically, even the ones I teach are around 10 to 30. So it's yeah. pretty petite. People mostly just come back to watch a replay, which is great if you feel nervous. I actually walk you through how to go live. Um, and we... Typically say 30 minutes would be great. If you want to go over that, fine by me. I don't really care. We're pretty laid back. We're just appreciative of the time you give us. So whatever you want to do with it, you know. You can sign up for that at sugarcookiemarketing.com forward slash L-I-V-E. Live. Yeah. All right. What's next? Uh, And then I wanted to skip over to the lives that we have just covered. So. Um, Emily Smith did a great Facebook Live on the business of mental health. She did it on Saturday at 3. I know a lot of people were doing Father's Day stuff and may have missed it, but you can grab that replay in the group. Someone has spammed the group with Amazon work at home earn per hour. Why is that here? What? Oh, it's because they added that. I had to remove the person and that, but Uh I couldn't remove the event. (laughs) Darn, let me delete it real quick. Lest anyone thinks it can work for Amazon for... Um, then we had how to close more custom orders in less time with Mark Josephson that setting up the Zola account was rescheduled. So that one will be coming up and why NAB style budgeting for small businesses with Ben Barlow from YNAB. Mm-hmm. So you can grab all these by going to the sugar cookie marketing group, the events tab, clicking on that event. I've pinned their Facebook live in the comment section. Now I don't own their Facebook lives. So if these people come back and delete their lives, I cannot bring them back from the other side. Right. But it is still going to be listed because we don't know. It doesn't alert us when someone has deleted a live. And if they delete their Facebook account or, hey, they get banned from it, it will also take the live with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So definitely, while you can always watch the replay for as long as the owner has left it, don't count on that for a year from now. Right. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people got a little butthurt by the cinnamon buns. <laughs> I think yeah, they the <laughs> really great live so yeah definitely if you can take them live do it helps the people um definitely supporting questions and stuff like that right uh i will ask that if you do watch a live a lot of us do have children and you know children don't follow the really no way (laughs) you might have people talking in the background you might have kids yelling in the background hey favorite acts up in the background uh, cats meowing in the background the thing is these people are doing it out of the goodness of their heart so please uh just thank them for their time and ignore um if the kids shouting is too much for you you can log off and go research it yourself tell the kid to shout the recipe so you can't write it (laughs) but we just appreciate everyone who gives it their time so please acknowledge that you know they're doing this free of charge and really you know sharing a lot that they didn't have to share I like it. I like it. Um, you want to just jump over to Twinters? I have to tell you about this I thing. Don't, yeah. I got to show you this okay. cat. This okay. This what? This cat. Okay, look. He's a cat with no tail, but he's that's the, they're Manx, M-A-N-X. He looks like almost like a dog. He looks like a circle. She said personality of a dog and so cute. I don't think I've ever seen this type. I've never seen it. He has no tail. It's just a little bobcat tail. Well, you've got to post this to the group so they know what we're talking about because okay. they cannot see. Isn't he so cute? He's all top heavy. No buttons. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's missing part. <laughs> yeah. They call him Groot for short. What is they all... Like, I'm sure they're probably outdoor cats, so you can She can't... rescued him. Oh, so it's not even an actual breed? It's a breed that she only rescues that breed. Oh. So she said, I specifically combed through Craigslist to find... No Manx way, cats. I haven't even heard that. Yeah, he's so cute. A little cute. She said the only caveat, the worst part of that breed is they're way too clingy. And it leads to a little bit of anxiety. Oh, when them. you leave or something. Yeah, so yeah. they said the cat actually pouts in the go to dinner. So they'll oh, actually rush back from dinner. That's so the cat it's will a, Well, it's kind of like a dog. Ray will that. sit there waiting, but with bated breath till I walk through that But door. then offended that you should even think they to leave. True. And then says you need to get dinner started for yeah. him. He gets his dinner Fresh baked chicken every single night. That's crazy. It's been a long six years. Babe, do not listen to this. <laughs> uh, what is your twin twist? I didn't think I had a twin. Really? Hold on. I didn't think I had a twin twist, to be quite honest. 
Let me think for you. I did get, you know, I've been doing a ton of reels lately, mm, videos. I've noticed you're up to can reels. Oh, let me ask you this. So Corey started the reels initiative. I've not been helping at all. Um, <laughs> but what have you noticed in regards to reach? So, like, why even why even take photos anymore? Really? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, if somebody said, I only have time to do one thing on Instagram. Do a reel. If I have time to do two things on Instagram. Do a reel plus a reel with a uploaded photo as the cover image of the reel. Ah, so even like, are you just abandoning the grid now? Posting <laughs> reels. Have never heard of a grid before? Wow. No, yeah, reel is awesome. How much more? Well, you can talk. I'm gonna pull up Instagram reporting and see what it looks see like. See what it looks like, yeah. uh, I, guys. You know, I've you know I love photography. It's my hey. Did you know what I Mac. was listening to old videos of us, and oh, I do say photography. Yeah, that's why she asked that. I there. know, but I said, wow, I say it all the time. Yeah, buddy. If I was a pet photographer, I would be called a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody out there is like three people. Yeah. So Heather's pulling up the stats just to show you, but I've been really digging into reels the past two and three weeks. Um, I love photography <laughs> and I love cookie photography. I think it's fun staging, but Instagram announced that that's what they're pushing. They are pushing videos in, in rebuttal to TikTok taking so much of the market. Do not have them. that video. Have a lady choking her shadow on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what we've been really testing is reels and the reach that I get with reels is it's mind blowing. Um, I have noticed maybe a little bit lower engagement, which is understandable. When I'm on TikTok, I'm not commenting on people's things. I'm watching the video and then I'm scrolling on. Um, but those views that reach, um, the follows that I'm getting from people who are finding that content valuable, uh, just makes me say that you really need to consider making reels. Um, the, I did get in my twin trust is I got mm-hmm. this cool little, uh, stand for my phone and it's very easy. I've taken it outside, taken it inside and it, it doesn't have a bunch of joints to it, which is nice. And it's not so heavy that it's hard to move, but it's been so nice to be able to just take this stand with me. I got off of Amazon. I think it was either 60 or 70 bucks, but it's really kind of paid for itself because I can have it over my shoulder when I'm decorating videos and it's not in the way. And then I can move the arm to depending on what I'm trying to film. Okay. So to Queso. To find your reporting, you will actually go to the Facebook business page to find the Instagram reporting. So Facebook, go to Facebook, then it'll take you to the Meta Business Center. So the Facebook reach, I I, I secretly, I don't, do you notice that I've been in competition with you to try to get the Facebook page? Oh, weirdo. (laughs) Now you can have it. I can't access it. (laughs) So the Facebook page reach, which is sugar cookie marketing, is up uh, 20.8% to 59,000. The page likes are only... 5,808. That's follows. Yeah, and the likes are in the 7,000. Yeah. So weird. But Instagram reach, since Corey's been doing reels, I can only go back 30 days, the last 28 days. Or I can go back the last 90 days. Let's do this. Oh, my goodness. When do you think you started this reels thing? Probably three weeks ago. Okay, so in the last 90 days, which is considerably more than three weeks, yeah. the reach over that time is up 183%. 183%. Yeah, so that now the Instagram reach in the last 90 days is uh, over 100,000. So let's do the last 28 days, which encompasses the last three weeks. That So our Instagram has how many likes? The sugar cookie marketing is uh, like 78. I actually have it pulled up. It's 7,341. And the reach in the, since you started the reels. So if we look at the last 28 days, which yeah. is just over three weeks, it's up 96% to 66,000 accounts. Insane. So that means our account with 7,000 likes was able to reach 66,000. Now, what those members do after you reach them is, is a, a, true. A, the marketing part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in my personal cookie account in the past 30 days, the accounts that I have reached, because I've been posting reels there too as the test, okay. is 170,000. Good night. And my average was just like 40,000 before that. Now, I will say this. The new Instagram followers is only at 4%. So we're reaching more accounts through Reels, but it's not translating directly to following. Because I will say, even when I'm watching and I'm digesting videos, I'm not in an engagement mood. I'm just listening and hearing. So there's, if we, if we think about marketing as its entire, I need to add a call to action more. at the end of the videos. Hey, if you curious. want four more of these, I'm posting it in the group today. Go follow. Yeah. Maybe ask a question, like something, something to garner that engagement. I'd be curious what it will affect to test it out. 
That'll and be then, my yeah. So then we always talk about reach. Okay, reach, but who's converting from that reach? And your you know conversion percentage is going to be in the singles yeah. percent. But if even one person converted for every video post, talk about a oh talk about a that would be worth it. Now the thing I skipped over was the cookie college, and I skipped over it specifically so we're going to bring it up right now. Corey and I. <laughs> okay, here's the thing: the number one source of the lowest cost lead is word of mouth. Word of mouth. Because people like to trust people. That's why Nextdoor is so successful. Nextdoor, the app, really just and got fa- word of mouth and marketed it well. Facebook community groups. Facebook community groups. So that specifically, what Corey just mentioned right there, is uh, the course that we're working on for the Cookie College. Nice. Now, if you're new to the Cookie College, sit down. Corey's going to hard sell you. But <laughs> what it is, is a membership platform. You kind of get more access in the in, in the marketing world. You have done for you, done with you, and do-it-yourself DIY. This takes you from DIY, do it yourself, to done with you. So we got a bunch of people, 500, me and you, really working together to help everyone solve their marketing problems. Now, you're implementing. It's not done for you. But it's you're, you're done having, with you. What we, tra- we have a company that pays us $10,000 a month, and you have access to it. These two brains for $68 a month. I just <laughs> yeah. want to put that in perspective. If I click on the buttons, it's going to cost you a bit more. If you click the buttons that I tell you to click on, it's only $68. Bucks. Uh, can you get a lot of this information in Sugar Cookie Marketing Group? Yeah. Is it as targeted? No. You're going to get a lot of more high level. Now in the cookie college, it's kind of people really like, hey, I'm going to scale this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have this organized. I'm not going to work hard. I'm going to work smart. But Corey and I thought, well, Corey thought, I disagreed (laughs) against my will. What if we created the very community group in which we're all so coveting to sell in? You know, community groups are typically not run by us. They have you know, upwards of 5,000 people in them, usually, especially in our very Mm -hmm. tight area, lots of people here. But sales days are like one sales thread on a Saturday in the armpit of Facebook that nobody ever reads because it's too many business owners. Once the thread's at 200 people hawking their wares, nobody's looking at your stuff. So Corey said, what if I created a community resource group, but I also happen to sell cookies? So I'm not hard selling the group. I'm actually providing a ton of value. But when it comes time for somebody to say, who should I buy cookies from? Well, the mod, the admin team, the admin lady. Yeah. And what it's doing. So many. When did you start it? A month ago? Three weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks. Wow, three was, weeks ago. I was, I was really on a, on a movement. But it's honestly, I started it three weeks ago because I was taking the same reels that we're doing for our social media. I was taking and making the same short videos, short digestible videos for this community group. With what are you featuring local businesses? Featuring local businesses that they want to be featured. So this local custard shop playground, dog park, things that are easy access that are free. So a lot of people got dogs. A lot of people got kids. Those are two things that people want access to. Oh, there's a local town center that does like a kid's musical every Wednesday Free every single Wednesday. So even though I had no child to go with me, I went and... I know you saw the new athletic stores opening up, but even I was interested in that. (laughs) I know. So we were... It's a local ladies group because who's the... 99% of the time, who's buying cookies for me? Ladies, so she's niched it down, which I love niching it down because you have that initial thought of the more people that are in this group, the more people I can reach. The more people that are in this group, the more people you have to manage. So when you can niche it down even further, which I don't say like ladies is as niche down as you possibly no. get, you do single, I think you're in a single divorce mom's group. Yeah, it's a very long day. <laughs> But you have to be, that's very niche. So when you keep that circle pretty small, you actually, what I argue, have more of a bargaining chip for yeah. So this course that is coming out is going to tell you how to create a community group, what that, what ads to run, what videos to feature, how to create those videos, how to edit those videos. Which you're doing all... Okay, you all complainers. We got Corey and iPhones. You guys can't keep saying I we have an iPhone. It's not. It's an orphan iPhone. Has no service to it, but she can record a video and upload all my My phone was being so tactful because you know I have cookie photos on there. So I said, Heather, please, I'll make so many reels if I can get an iPhone. So we went to the iPhones. Oh, yeah, but it's so many videos. I but- think I'm going to add a course, though, in, con- in conjunction with the course that you're teaching on community on photo organization, because I see it being a huge pain point for a lot of people. Too. It's going to be, and everyone's going to hate me, I'm going to say no to Google Photos. I don't like Why? Google Photos for this. So what, Drive? No, no, I actually don't like Drive for that because they share the hosting page. I'm going to actually say Dropbox. And it's a paid thing, but you can do the folder file structure that will allow you to really navigate. And it's going to come a, a lot down to folders and file names and organization. And I will say the way that I can win most orders when I'm in a community group and someone says, I know exactly hey, can I have say? a very, very obscure flamingo cookie? 
uh, party is anyone that can make these. Coral I will post when she did. I did this for this person. Here's what I can do for you. Yeah. So if they want a flamingo, I will find. But a if you're scrolling five yes. minutes, every minute you take allows. Sorry, other cookie bakers love you guys. <laughs> it allows somebody else to get in front of you yeah. with a better comment, better photo, better yes. ha- you know. And now that I teach people how to comment like me, they're commenting like me. Yeah. So if I can help Corey, and maybe I'll use you as a case study. Oh, yeah. If you can, have, please use me. But you know, really, you need your halo image. You don't need the fifty other shots. You no, need the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the flamingo from ten different angles is just taking up space. So if we can sit Corey down, which maybe we'll have to teach this class together, so I can ask you which one you want. But you're going to delete my other ones? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't need them. I need them all. You want to pay for that? It's it's inventory storage cost. It is taking from your bottom Gmail line. Gmail finally said you you reached the line. <gasps> You know why? Is it your personal Gmail? Yeah. Because you only get 15 gigs if you don't pay for it. I was paying And it's across all the photos. Yes. So Google Photos and your email. Oh, so I went through, it took me a whole two hours to delete. There was 15,000 emails in one little folder and 28,000. Which is another class I teach. (laughs) One of the people, like this class is a little bit more complex, but the people who have taken it said, said, oh my goodness, my life is different because I have taken the Gmail zero inbox course. In which case, you can use filters and labels and archiving and mass deletion. I show you how to do it, which I love doing it. And keep that in mind. Do you love, would you like to do it? I would with not mine? like to do You it. just said you love doing it. 15,000 is my list. <laughs> <laughs> but let's do your, let's organize your photos and I'll teach people how to do it. Okay. And it's going to come uh, to searchable file name. So even if you're not in the cookie college, that consider would be awesome. the time. I always start all my files with the year and month. So all any file I save on the computer will be 2022 underscore 6 underscore 23. So I know exactly when that file was created. Okay. Then I'll have what the file, what the company is attributed to because we work with more than one company. Yeah. So if it is the Cookie College, the next thing will be Cookie College. That way I can search for that key phrase if I need to find this file. True. Then after that, what its application, if it's Instagram or TikTok or something, and then a, an identifier of what the content is. Do you guys see what I put up with yeah. today? I would say. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you just asked me, do you have any cookie photos on my computer? And I said, boop, boop, boop. I know, but I said, cookie photos. Okay, but that is the Cookie College. It's a membership. You get access to a private group. How do I do Which doing? people love. What? How do I do it? You can join at www.thecookiecollege.com forward slash membership. Yeah, or just, yeah, both of those work. But you can get a preview of what you can expect. I think it's a great buy. I mean, we poured a little heart and souls into it. Heart and souls. Souls. Blood, sweat, and tears. You know what course is coming out this week? What? Tiny Clowers. <gasps> Tiny Clowers. Let me just talk about her. Tiny Clowers. Because I stalk her every day. Tiny Clowers. Um, <laughs> she's with South Street Cookies, and she has over 100,000 TikTok followers. So we reached out to her and said, girl, what would it take for you to teach us how to get that same following. And you know what? She's not spending a bazillion dollars. She doesn't pay for ads. Um, she's, she's just consistent. And her and she voice nice is voice. an angel coming through the heavens, <gasps> touching your ear canal. On your clouds. So she's telling us how she did that so we can recreate it. Really excited about that because I'm really digging into these videos. So I'm hey. excited to see what she does. Um, she does do this one. It's my favorite one. Guess this shape. And um, her, her engagement on those... It's she's asking the a question. Uh huh. I meant through when, the roof. What'd you say? Through the race. <laughs> <laughs> the race is through. You talked. She went friend. to it and she went We're through it. to the top through the roof. <laughs> Someone's gonna be like, I don't like the content at all. The podcast <laughs> today. I'm just saying. Problem. Oh yeah, today. <laughs> so that is the Cookie College. You can sign up. You can sign up for just 30 days if you want. Get all the freebie photos Corey's posted for the last year. Can you believe we have been doing this for almost no. a year? It'll be mm-hmm. a year on August 31st. Wow. I think that's when the... We left for CookieCon. CookieCon. And when I got that. Oh, let's speak about CookieCon. They announced the dates. If you didn't possibly see it, posted 50 times. CookieCon, if you don't know what it is. CookieCon is the cookie convention of all the cookies. I think it's the only sugar cookie convention that there is. If you have another cookie convention and I'm just lambasted you with that, I'm sorry. (laughs) You market as well. But Mike and Karen Summers... Run it. Now, I think it's been going for 10 years and has consecutively doubled in size almost every yeah. year. Uh-huh. So we used to only have them in the same location in, like, Nevada. And since it's grown so much and so many of the people are over the U.S., I will say it's U.S.-based. I see a lot of Aussies flying over there. They're asking, yeah. like, which one should we go to? Uh, they 
then scaled up to two. Now, they took off the COVID years. They did close for COVID because... And then they rescheduled one. So there are two cookie cons, at least by the time I'd finally heard yeah. of them, because I'm not the bacon twin, were a month after each other. They That's weren't. Crazy. They were a couple months. Yeah. Well, like a month and a half. Yeah. Like Dallas and Florida. So Corey and I went in Florida, and they accidentally let us speak as a keynote speaker and teach a class, which was a blast. But yes. it's the most packed for possibly five days, if you want to make it five days, of cookies you could possibly imagine. I don't know what, who begged Mike and Karen to make it an endless list of things It do. was so much fun. It is the ultimate hype, especially in an industry where a lot of us are solopreneurs and yeah. you guys don't have, like, a support system. Oh, they're there. Oh, they're really there. <laughs> oh, and you never felt like a stranger. I went to class by myself, and I was a little worried, you know, because, like, behind this little podcast equipment, you know, that's fine. But seeing people in person, I said, no, I won't be probably my friend. Everyone mm. was so nice. It was an absolute blast and there's something to do constantly people meeting up if you go to class and you're like anyone want to grab food after this you'll have 50 people raise their hand okay now i'm gonna say cookie con since we're marketing and money right cookie con isn't the cheapest but i can think i think it's a great investment and also it's a great experience mm -hmm. um but a lot of people were concerned by the two locations that they announced this year or back in shingles creek in florida which is one core and i went to the hotel was i gotta oh, say it's better than a disney amazing hotel. It was better than it. I'm going to say the Floridian, but like it was better than it. Hey, I paid for that. I know you could say that. Do you think? It yeah. was very nice. It was very, very fancy. It was beautiful. You didn't ever have to leave the hotel because they had food right in there. But it's right like a there. mile long. The hotel yeah, is absolutely enormous. Huge. And then this next year, they're doing it at back at the same hotel, the Rosen Shingle Creek and at the Kalahari. So those are two expensive hotels. And people are like, well, I won't be able to afford a $400 cookie con ticket and the rooms. But Mike announced the room block cost. Oh, so they're going to give a discount if you register through CookieCon. So our group rate blocks are not open yet to make reservations. They'll open up closer to the ticket sale date. So yeah. you can't buy a ticket to CookieCon yet. They'll announce when that is. We'll have a weekday rate of $154 and a weekend rate of $264 at the Kalahari. That's the one reason we shifted it to be early in the week so people can save nice. money. Because the Kalahari one's yeah, in the middle nice. of the week. Then for the Rose and Shingle Creek, it'll be a rate of $159. Wow. Doesn't seem like it matters on the day on that one. Wow! So if you're worried about costs, you have almost you have over a year. Some some depending on what you can you're going join to. the cookie college because you'll you'll be guaranteed to make money. Yeah, definitely. And then I was thinking about taking the cookie college kids through pricing out what cookie con would look like if you break down. You the know cost that we've been there. I mean, you, you know the vendor hall was it got me uh, <laughs> got my wallet too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool that'll be next year i think that if you haven't gone it's a great who do you think is the ideal client to go to a cookie con anybody who has baking in their heart <laughs> you can be an absolute be beginner and enjoy it you can be a hobby baker and enjoy it but it would it would be definitely great if you were a business because you learn a lot of new techniques you can get a lot of things that can like, enhance your business it's a lot of baking tips and a little bit of business tips yeah Corey and i were the business component that one year we went we did some photography yeah chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then they'll so they'll have the marketing business component they'll have i think last year they had a lawyer talking about copyright yeah. or something like that and then you'll have the components of a lot of different techniques. And then outside of just your ticket, you can take these elective classes or an additional cost to them. I wonder if but you took, like, that. the ladies' cookie. Oh, I did. The, the group of four was, ladies. Yeah, the flowered canvas partnered with Bobby's Cutters, and we made it four giant lady cookies. And they were so cool because they were, like, arm in arm. Yeah. I still need to remake those. I wonder if it cookie con will invite us back. Should we I hope my Karen don't listen to this. They'd be like, these people are weird. <laughs> They're like, why did we invite them in the first place? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh, yeah, Corey and I were talking about which cookie con we should go to. I'll have to talk about it. We'll have to talk. We'll have to talk. Okay, sponsors. Sponsors! Bakety Bake! Which, she was reloading the site. What is today? It is the 23rd. It's the 23rd? 23rd. I think that's when she was having her site reloaded Julian. with stuff. Yeah, bakeitybakeidaho.com. What did you just call <laughs> Bakety Bake is a brand that makes this royal batch, which is a meringue powder. And it is awesome. And it's what I use exclusively. I absolutely love it. It has three ingredients already in it, which is the white food coloring, corn syrup, and vanilla. So you don't have to add those, which is also a money-saving thing. It, it creates this silky icing which is easy to work with um if you find it that it crusts over faster for you i live in a very humid climate so it doesn't for me just add a little less which is even more money saving for you um it is chef's kiss and use code twins 
T-W-I-N-S to save 10% off your order. So it still says back-ordered, but they're shipping back-ordered orders today. Oh, nice. So, so I think be... you can submit that order, and there she's going to get caught up. Sweet. But okay. So that's that where I know they were going through some family stuff, so it seems like she might be back in the warehouse doing her thing. Now, Cast Iron is another sponsor. Cast Iron, when I said that Mark Josephson was taught a class last week, that he is the founder and CEO of castiron.com. M-E. So the keyword there is not a .com, it's a .me. And um, it's a great place to get started in websites. If you're like, oh, man, in my 2022 goal, which 2022, we're on the, oh, July 1st will be the half point of 2022. Wow. If you were like, wow, I only have six months to get my website up, and I, for some reason, thought I had 12 months, and this year's flying by, check out Cast Iron. Now they have just added the feature that you can send an invoice, which is nice. Nice. Because, you know, because just instead of just checking out, I don't. I wouldn't want someone just being able to check out because I'd be like, no, I can't take yeah, your order. So now you can like quote somebody because some invoice, go back and forth a little bit, nice. generate that invoice, and then get it paid through yeah. cast iron. So it's pretty neat. And then last but not least, last but not least is Eduardo. Eduardo is technically called Eddie the Edible Printer, and it is a direct-to-food printer. But instead of printing on something like wafer paper, you can actually print directly on the cookie itself. And not just cookie. I saw someone on TikTok Printing on buttercream. She had made these little circles of buttercream and then put them either in the fridge or the freezer. I'm not sure what you buttercream people do. Brought it back out so it was almost like like this little plate. Printed on it and then stuck it to the top of a cake. I will print. I think I'll buy a sassy tray too. So the melting tray and the sassy tray. Can you please get it to me? Working on it. My alignment is off. Please align and get it to me fast. (laughs) Okay. Does that is that everything we're supposed to cover? That is everything. Nobody texted him. Oh, yeah, that was the part we're missing. Oh, and you didn't go get the mail. I did not get the mail, but I'll make a video of me getting the mail. Post it to reels. <laughs> On the mail thing, I wanted to, somebody asked this question in the main group, and I just want to say, when you send out a newsletter, by law, you're supposed to have an address attached to it. Uh, but people are like, I don't want people who sign up for my newsletter know where I live. The workaround is what I like is a UPS box. Yes, we pay for it, but we can accept packages as well because it's not a PO box. It's not considered a PO box. It is a sweet number, and UPS store holds our packages safely behind their huh. and no one knows our address. So, how much would that be roundabouts a year? Do you think we pay two thirty? Two thirty, which is not cheap. So, another thing is, and I've read through all the laws behind this. So, take my interpretation, a lawyer, is that as long as you receive mail there, it can be the publicly listed address in your newsletter. That means if hubs or wife has a business that they can accept mail, you could have that one listed. Nice, but if it's a hubs or wife's business is attached and someone searches it through that to leave it one star review because they're going to have a little cross contamination. <laughs> okay, kids, remember, don't post anything controversial ever. This is Heather and Corey with the Baking It Down podcast. Corey Mira, not Corey Miracle. Please don't make me. <laughs> <laughs>